Busy weekends are a breeze with American Express Platinum Card. 8 a.m., wait to board plane in the Centurion Lounge. <sighs> Much better. 2 p.m., grab seats for the game. Come on, pick and roll! 6 p.m., book an exclusive reservation with Resi Global Dining Access. Right this way. Because the American Express Platinum Card offers access to the Centurion Lounge, must-see live events, and exclusive reservations at renowned restaurants. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your experiences at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Terms apply. BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same-game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get 150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager. Only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. I'm not sure who's had more jobs, Seton or Pauly, or who's had more interesting jobs, Seton or Pauly. But, like, Seton worked at the airport. Yeah. He was a postman. Yep. Okay, those aren't exciting. Delivered flowers. Yeah. I was a security guard. I worked at a pharmacy. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. Yeah, but Pauly was a bouncer. DJ at a country western nightclub. And you sold beer at Scottsdale Stadium. Gosh, is that not the dream? I know. Miller Lite. I could use one right now. Times change, but you can always enjoy the great taste of Miller Lite. Tastes like Miller time. Miller Lite. Get it delivered to your door. Visit MillerLite.com slash Patrick. Or you can pick up some Miller Lite pretty much anywhere that sells beer. Celebrate responsibly. Miller Brewing Company, Milwaukee, Wisconsin. 96 calories, 3.2 carbs per 12 ounces. You are listening to the Dan Patrick Show on Fox Sports Radio. Final hour on this Monday, Dan and the Danettes, Dan Patrick Show, Fritzy, Seaton, Marv, and Paulie, yours truly. Best and worst of the weekend, your phone calls. More of those coming up. Mentioned this to start the show. I had a friend who texted me who said, Best of the weekend, the Buffalo Bills. Worst of the weekend, the Buffalo Bills. You can say that about a few teams. The frustration, the highs and lows. But it was truly a super wild card weekend with the end results. Stat of the day brought to you as always by Panini America, the official trading cards of the Dan Patrick Show. There is a great stat out there that Trevor Lawrence has never lost on a Saturday. You can go back to high school where he lost on he lost two games. And he lost those on Friday nights. He also lost two games at Clemson and uh, I think a Monday night title game and also a Friday night. And then he won this past Saturday night. Well, he plays Saturday night in Kansas City. That streak might come to an end. You start to look ahead, and and we've spent a lot of time focusing on the teams that lost over the weekend. But Jacksonville at Kansas City. Jacksonville is 7-1 since Kansas City beat the Jags. That was nine weeks ago. The Giants and the Eagles. A wild card team, and you can't help but think of the 2007 Giants were a wild card team, and uh, 2011 a wild card team as well. Is this team good enough to go to the Super Bowl? Probably not. 
maybe a year away. They do have some talented players. It's, it's a better roster than you think. It's just we, we don't have the wide receivers that you go, okay, I can always go to him. Daniel Jones has the athleticism to be a starter and be a very good quarterback. Saquon Barkley, you know, less of the dancing and just moving north to south. That's what you want to see. You got a really good coach there. You got a couple of really good defensive players as well. You're going to have Cincinnati at Buffalo. And they're both coming off substandard wild card wins. And, and you start to look at what the Bengals and Bills have done down the stretch. Buffalo's won eight in a row. Cincinnati has won nine in a row. They have been playing great. They did not play great over the weekend. And then you'll have Dallas or Tampa Bay at San Francisco. Brock Purdy could beat Tom Brady twice in a span of six weeks if he hosts Tampa Bay. All right, uh, phone calls coming up, best and worst of the weekend. We'll get to those. Poll question for the final hour of this award-nominated program, Seton O'Connor. Yes, Dan, if you were Sean Payton, which job would be most interesting to you? Uh, Some of these are not available, but mm, maybe will be. We have the Broncos, Panthers, Cardinals, Colts, Texans, Mm. Chargers, Mm. mm, question mark, Cowboys, Mm. dot, 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 question mark. Well, Ross Tucker, the Westwood One analyst, he joined us last hour, and we were talking about what's the best opening. They're not open right now, but if I said you could have the Chargers or the Cowboys, if you're Sean Payton, you know, I would think where you're going to live, and he's living in Los Angeles. He's, you know, very familiar with uh, Dallas, the you know, in Texas. But Cowboys, when that comes open, which isn't often, you got the opportunity there or the Chargers, if that would be open. If you say it's just those two, which one would I rather have? Well, first of all, what am I getting paid? Um, How much control do I have? With the Cowboys, you don't have control. Because after a win or a loss, the media seeks out Jerry Jones. That doesn't happen with the Chargers. Or Jerry seeks out the media. I don't want that. I don't want to be like, wait, what did he say? I want to be able to coach, allowed to coach, and I don't have influences, certainly public influence with him. Would I rather have Justin Herbert or Dak Prescott? I'd rather have Justin Herbert. Now, if you said, if I'm Sean Payton and reading Sean correctly, living in Los Angeles, you got Justin Herbert. If the job is open, then I would take that job. I don't know about ownership with the Chargers of how involved they're going to get. How much do they let you, you know, shop for the groceries, as Bill Parcells used to talk about. But that would be the job that I would want. Cowboys is difficult. Always going to be difficult. And it feels like you never please anybody or everybody unless you win a Super Bowl. And it's been a long, long time. A win is a win. And we saw that over the weekend. You know, the Buffalo Bills allowed the Dolphins to stay in the game with the third-string quarterback, Skylar Thompson. But Josh Allen, that's my concern. He's turned the ball over 22 times this season, if you include this past weekend. You get to the playoffs, and it can come down to one possession, as it often does. And that's what would make me nervous with the Buffalo Bills. Because you can make those mistakes against the Dolphins, who have a third-string quarterback who was, what, 18 for 45. But you can't do that against Joe Burrow. 
You can't do that against Patrick Mahomes. You can't even do that against the Jags, you know, with that team and that quarterback. You know, you get away with it, but you don't get away with it much longer. You know, the further you go, the less mistakes you got to make because that's what it's going to come down to. One one mistake, one way or another, is going to change your season. Uh, no, let's see. Best and worst of the weekend. Nick in Florida. Nick, thanks for holding. What's on your mind? Hey, Dan. Hey. How's it going? Great. Best of the weekend was being at that Jags-Chargers game, seeing that historic playoff comeback. Uh, atmosphere was great. We never – there wasn't a lot of nerve in the crowd. We trusted in Doug Peterson. He's keeping this team calm, believing in each other, and with the fans believing them. I also got a stat of the day for that game. Okay. Also. All right, Marvin, give me some music there. Dan, entering this weekend, teams were 0-26 when having a minus-5 turnover margin or worse in the playoffs. That is until the Jags pulled off one of the greatest comebacks in NFL playoff history, beating the Chargers. And that is your stat today. Duval! From Universal City Walk, it's the ultimate thrill ride. Premier League Mornings Live Orlando Fan Fest. Arsenal, Manchester United, Sunday, 1130 a.m. Eastern on NBC. We'll check in with the Chargers coming up. We spent a lot of time looking at these teams that lost over the weekend and what happens as they move into the offseason. Is Geno Smith your quarterback? Sounds like that. Is Brandon Staley going to be your coach? We're not sure. The Dolphins moving forward said two is going to be their quarterback. They have to say that. The Vikings probably will move on from their defensive coordinator. And then you have the Ravens with Lamar Jackson. It feels like Lamar Jackson, that is real. The Chargers with Brandon Staley, I don't know. Geno Smith, I'd bring him back for a couple of years. If you want to use one of your draft picks on a quarterback you really like, I would do that. Uh, the Vikings, you got offense, you need defense. That defense at times looked terrible this year. Uh, Cowboys will be at the Buccaneers coming up tonight. If the Cowboys lose, does Mike McCarthy keep his job? If the Buccaneers lose, is that Tom Brady's last game as a Buccaneer? And it feels like it's a foregone conclusion that Brady is going to play elsewhere next year. Now, will he go to the Raiders? That was brought up. And I was told by a source, you know, don't be so quick to think Brady and Josh McDaniels, that that's a happy reunion between those two. And that Jimmy G would be a better solution from somebody who uh, is a source on this. And I went, okay. Uh, could you go to the Niners? Could, if I'm the Niners, do I bring Tom Brady in? And the answer is no. I'm good. I mean, I got to be good. I got Brock Purdy and Trey Lance. I don't need Tom Brady in there. I'd love to have him for one year. I'd love to have him for this year. But if Brock Purdy continues to be a Brock star... Then no. Oh, nice. Yeah. Then, no, I'm, I'm, I don't need to. Because I, I have those two quarterbacks. They don't cost me a lot of money. Could I see him in Carolina? No. Could I see him in Miami? Yeah. Yeah. I guess. For one year. Maybe. 
Because I don't know what I have with Tua right now. Hope he's healthy, but I don't know. If Lamar doesn't stay in Baltimore, where is he going? Uh, Where's Derek Carr going? Derek Carr, somebody's going to the Jets. Jimmy G, Derek Carr. So you start to go, okay, where's Tom Brady going to go? Who wants to commit to a quarterback for one year? Maybe two? What's he cost me? Yeah, Marv. The crazy part is no one's even talking about his age. That is just insane. It was never the age. It was the family thing. That was, you know, is he going to retire or isn't he? It was never a question of age, especially now. It's like he got past 45 and we're like, yeah, I'm not going to question his age anymore. We were questioning it going up to 45. He got 45 and we're like, yeah, I'm not going to bring it up anymore. Sean McVay is coming back. He said that, you know, basically didn't want to leave the franchise in disrepair. (laughs) I'm not sure when he realized that it was in disrepair. When they gave up all the draft picks and spent all the money to win a Super Bowl and then... It worked, and then all of a sudden you're like, wait a minute, I gotta I gotta try to win with this team. Be kind of awesome though if he did leave. <laughs> like he kinda dip after yeah. all of that stuff. Yeah. Like, yeah. I mean I I got my ring. If see he should have left right after the Super Bowl. Because then he had a lot of options there. Now there's no options in TV. Like he he's he's got a great reputation. He's only thirty six. He would be dynamic on TV. But there's there's no place to go because he could have been sitting next to Al Michaels instead of Kirk Herbstreit. Unless your Fox pregame show opened up, but you're not making as much money unless you're the number one analyst here. Because if that's Tom Brady's supposed to be in the on deck circle for Fox, so Greg Olson got the job and just sort of holding it down for Brady. So it wouldn't be Sean McVay would even get that job if you think Tom Brady's going to actually go into TV. But I, I think it's probably Sean looked at it and said, do I take a year off, which is what I thought he would do. I thought he did that this year. Wow. Oh, wow. I wouldn't say that, that to his face. That is a shock. I would never Dang. say that. Yeah. I wouldn't say it to his face. No, you would not. But if you took the year off, you, you want to wait and see what happens in TV. Well, you go around, uh, Troy's not going anywhere. Collinsworth's not going anywhere. Tony Romo's not going anywhere. You got the Fox situation that's fluid with Greg Olson and is Tom Brady going to take that job? So what else do you have? Not much. And if you're going to bring him in at $15, $18 million a year, you you want him on those marquee games. I think it, it probably was a... I'm not going to say eye-opener. He's smart enough to know there weren't any openings there unless they create one. So either you sit out or you go back to the team that you led to the Super Bowl. Uh, More phone calls coming up, best and worst of the weekend. Uh, Ian in South Dakota. Hi, Ian. What's on your mind today? Hey, Dan, Dan Etz. Good to talk to you guys. Hope you had a good weekend. Yeah. Just uh, sitting here watching the show. Got my day off from delivering mail. Sitting with my 15-month-old daughter. As she takes a nap. <laughs> now, do you uh, keep treats with you, Ian, when you go out on your mail route? They tell us not to because then the dogs get used to it. And then if you don't have treats, then they want to take a bite out of your leg. Oh. <laughs> have you had a situation where you've uh, been nipped at? I did. When I, was a, when, I was, when I first started, I had a dog actually bite me in the leg, but it didn't break any skin. Just kind of took a chunk out of my pants. <laughs> oh, wow. 
Uh, oh, well, go ahead. Your best and worst of the weekend. Sorry, I interrupted. <laughs> um, no, that's okay. Uh, I have no best because I'm a Vikings fan. <laughs> but uh, I, I thought that'd be my worst. But my worst is actually um, the Chargers. They were up 27 nothing, And somebody out there decided that they have $1.4 million around laying around. And they put a bet on the Chargers to win the game. I know. <laughs> and they didn't have that much to win. Yeah, Paul. Yeah, the, it's a mid-game bet, and it seemed like such a sure thing. You put $1.4 million to win 11000 That's unbelievable. It's one of the dumber bets I've ever heard of, because even if you win, if you have $1.4 million to lose, 11000 doesn't do anything for you. He thought it was guaranteed money. He could buy guaranteed money. And I, oh. I think there were a couple of bets that were placed that were not $1.4 million. <laughs> God. Do you have to take the $1.4 million and, and hand it over when you bet at, at uh, one of the casinos? If you're betting online or in person, they have to have a verification before yeah. you lay that bet. Either way, in person or online. Oh. Why would you do that? I, and, unless you want to have something on the game. So the game is already a, a blowout, and you're like, oh, I'll, I'll put that down. And, uh, hey, you know, I'm going to get $11,000, and uh, we're going we're gonna to have a party. All of my boys. Yes. I mean, I guess it's possible that you only realize that it didn't work this time because it's such a big one, but maybe somebody's doing that all season long because it's a sure thing and it's a quick way to pick up. You know, maybe you don't always do $1.4 million, but if you throw $100,000 down, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, but, I mean, the only guy we ever hear of hear from when they win is Floyd Mayweather. We, we never hear when Floyd loses. Well, and Mattress Mac, and Mattress, whoever that guy is. Yeah, yeah the uh, Houston... Uh, Furniture owner. Yeah, he just took a bath though recently. Did, did he? Yeah. I think he had an unbelievable payout in Louisiana. Yeah, he had a huge uh, win on the World Series, a monster win on the World Series. But I think he lost three large on Georgia. Three. Or, uh, TCU. Yeah. Oh, he took TCU. Mm-hmm. Bet three million. Man, I, I I could never get to that point where I needed to have that much anything of that significance to watch a game. If anything, I, I can't watch a game if I'd have something on it. Even pride. You'd be like, I can't watch. You picked. Uh, I can't watch. Yeah, Paul. The mattress guy, I think he looks at his free marketing for his business. Yeah. Like win or lose, everyone's talking about me, and I'm usually winning. Yeah, but could you get that if you bet a million instead of three? Because he's had some double-digit uh, bets. Well, I think you work your way up to three. You know, like he's probably had a bunch of smaller ones. But he doesn't get any publicity at a million dollars? All you got to do is put it out on Twitter. You're going to have somebody pick up on it. Yeah, Paul. He won $75 million in the 2022 World Series. Oh. $75 million. <laughs> Did he make that bet in Louisiana? I thought they said that he basically upended the betting in uh, in Louisiana. Yes, I thought I read that where he he cashed in on one big bet. Do you see anything on that? I'm looking to see the location. I could be. He promoted his business. He does like if certain teams won, he'll give you five thousand back on your purchases for furniture. Mm. Yeah. Jim Mattress Mac Micklevane Micklevale. He did not make his money off sports gambling. He uh, made three hundred million dollars with a furniture store. He started back in the eighties. Damn. All right, let me take a break. We'll check in with the Chargers coming up. Is Brandon Staley's seat hot or hot? 
Back after this. Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, 9 to noon Eastern or 6 to 9 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Dan Patrick Show at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. Or stream us live on the Peacock app. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infinity QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Got some quick math for you. The less your business spends on operations, on multiple systems, and delivering your product or service, the more margin you have, the more money you keep, right? That's obvious. But with higher expenses on materials, employees, distribution, borrowing, everything else costs more. So let's reduce that. The headaches, the costs, smart businesses are graduating to NetSuite by Oracle. NetSuite is the number one cloud financial system that brings accounting, financial management, inventory, HR, and brings it onto one platform. One source of truth. So you're only paying for that. It reduces IT costs because NetSuite lives in the clouds. No hardware required. Accessed from anywhere. You cut the cost of maintaining multiple systems because you've got one unified business management suite. And over 37,000 companies have already made the move. So do the math. See how you'll profit with NetSuite. Now through April 15th, NetSuite is offering a one-of-a-kind flexible financing program. Head to NetSuite.com slash Patrick right now and save NetSuite.com slash Patrick. An epic matchup between your two favorite teams, and you're at the game getting the most from what it means to be here with American Express. You breeze through the card member entrance, stop by the lounge. Now it's almost tip-off, and everyone's already on their feet. This is going to be good. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your life sports experience at AmericanExpress.com slash with Amex. Eligible American Express card required. Benefits vary by card and by venue. Terms apply. Trevor Lawrence joins Ben Roethlisberger as the only players with four passing touchdowns, four interceptions in a playoff game. Ben did that 2020 wildcard game against the Cleveland Browns. We make way for Daniel Popper. He covers the Chargers for the Athletic, senior writer for the Athletic. Let's, I guess, build up to what happened over the weekend there, Daniel. Brandon Staley's place here, rumors, uh, Sean Payton, all of that. How much of that was on the front burner, do you think, going into this game? Yeah, I don't know so much Sean Payton. I think heading into the game, what was really at the forefront was the Mike Williams situation, um, where Brandon Staley makes the decision to play his starters in that Week 18 game, a meaningless Week 18 game. He does it because he wants to maintain momentum, maintain a rhythm, which is something a lot of coaches have done. 
Uh, Mike Williams suffers a fractured back in that game, and they are missing one of their most important pieces. He says Mike's going to return to practice, doesn't return to practice. He says Mike is going to travel. He doesn't end up traveling, um, and they miss him in that game. Um, and that was really at the forefront and a lot of people questioning why he played his starters in that game. But I think the organization was aligned in that decision. So I don't internally, I don't think any of that noise was getting through. I don't think there was ever a consideration for Sean Payton, considering, you know, how much he's going to cost in terms of draft compensation, in terms of the contract itself. Um, but losing Mike Williams, I think that was hovering over the organization more than anything else heading into this game. What were you thinking at halftime? I'll tell you what. I left to go grab a soda and I walked past Eugene Fournette of the Florida Times Union and I told him this game is going to be close. That's what I said because I felt it and I've covered this team for four seasons. And you just know after that fumble towards the end of the half, they punted away. The Jaguars score a touchdown. You can just feel it. And you just know with this organization, it's what I wrote about after the game. You just know that inevitably it's going to happen. And you felt the crowd just get back into it a little bit, just enough right to make you feel like okay they've got a chance and that place was loud and it was rocking and you felt a, just enough of an energy there at the end of the half where i felt like hey i knew it was going to be close it was inevitable why is it when we look at the falcons melting down to tom brady in the super bowl 28 to 3 it's on matt ryan not kyle shanahan but what happened against the chargers against jacksonville is not on justin lawrence or justin uh, herbert it's going to be on brandon staley hmm well, I think that depends on how you frame it. You know, the way I look at it, everyone's at fault. Justin Herbert missed a throw to Keenan Allen in the first half. He was wide open in the end zone. If they score that touchdown, they go up 31-0, and the game's probably over. Instead, they kick a field goal, and it's 27 and nothing. He missed a screen pass throw. He had three passes batted at the line. He missed a touchdown pass to Keenan Allen that went off a player's helmet inside the five-yard line. So I put it on everybody. They couldn't run the ball. Justin Herbert didn't play well enough in the second half. The defense completely melted down. Like, when you when you blow a 27 and nothing lead, you can't just pin it on one person. I know in the media, we love to find one reason for why things go wrong, but that's just not the case, particularly in football. It's always a lot of different things. And in this case, it was everybody. Brandon Staley have an exit interview this week as far as exit of the season. Is that coming up? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They'll, they'll have discussions here, uh, you know, yesterday, today. They'll, they'll have conversations, you know, over the next couple of days. Um, as an organization to figure out what the, what the best way to move forward is because like in reality, when you blow a lead like that, even though you made the playoffs for the first time since 2018, even though you're improving, you know, something has to change after you have a debacle like that. But let's factor in ownership here. Mm -hmm. Uh, How different are they from other ownerships around the NFL in, in making a move like this or not making a move? Yeah. You know, they tend to stick with coaches, longer than most owners you know there are a lot of owners out there who will make snap decisions who will have knee-jerk reactions especially after something like this um who will fire frank reich and name jeff saturday head coach a guy who's you know never been on a sideline as a head coach in his career you know there are owners out there who will do that i don't think the spanoses are those type of owners they like to see things through they like to give their coaches a full opportunity to in Anthony Lynn's case, turn things around and Brandon Staley's case to keep things building. And I think like in this case, they are building to something. And I know this, this feels like a huge step back because you blow a 27 and nothing lead on national television, but talking to these players over the last couple of days, they feel like they are building something here. 
And they feel like if you move on from Brandon Staley, and especially defensively, you have to start over from step one. Like that is a daunting task for these guys because they just felt like over this down the stretch of this season that they had started to really come into their own in this scheme, figure out their roles in this scheme and start to play defensively the way that they felt like they were capable of. And they don't want to have to do that reset and and, and you know cultivate those relationships over again. Joey Bosa's role in all of this. Uh, did you talk to him after the game? Yeah, I talked to him after the game. He said he's going to have a lot to say at some point, but he doesn't want to get fined any more than he's already been fined. Um, I said, okay, and I went and <laughs> moved on to somebody else to talk to because you only get so much time in the locker room. Listen, I, that was the first time I have seen Joey Bosa really react in that manner in my four years covering him. And he is has a very firm understanding of the rules and how the game should be officiated. And if he is reacting like that, I get a sense that there was something happening over the course of the game where he felt like he wasn't getting calls, whether it's holding, you know, whether it's illegal hands to the face, whatever he felt like should have been called, he didn't. And I felt like the first penalty led to the second penalty because the first penalty felt like he got hold, held. He went and yelled at the referee. He said something to the referee that forced him to throw the flag. They got into a little bit of a spat. And then from that point on, you're not going to get a call. Like the, you're, you're relying on the referee to make a holding call because it happens on every single play in the NFL. And um, but then you can't react like that, you know, two point conversion, smash your helmet in the ground. You couldn't wait to go another step. Cause as soon as you get in the sideline, it's not a penalty, but you do it on the field. It's a penalty. And that moves the two point conversion from two yards to one yard. And, and that was a huge difference in the game. And, and he took responsibility for it yesterday. Who's the head coach of the chargers next year? Brandon Staley. Yeah. I think he he's, in my opinion, he's earned another season. I think the organization feels like he's earned another season. Um, he's young. And he's inexperienced. And they knew that when they hired him. They knew that he had been coaching in Division Three, in that point five years ago, at this point 60 years ago. There's going to be a learning process for him in terms of how he wants to go about things. And he's going to make mistakes, like being way too optimistic in the public sphere when he's talking about Mike Williams all week. Um, like, you know, altering his fourth down decision making from one season to the next season. But the things that are important, he is very good at. And I think the hardest part about being a head coach in the NFL is developing relationships with players earning their trust and cultivating a sustainable culture. And I feel like Brandon Staley has achieved those things. He has improved from first his first season to his next season. And I feel like the organization thinks that he's building towards something despite this step back. And I really feel like Brandon Staley is going to be the head coach. Now, the rest of the coaching staff, we'll see. But I feel like Brandon Staley will be the head coach of the Chargers next season. Daniel, thanks for uh, joining us. We appreciate it. Thanks for having me, Dan. That's uh, Daniel Popper, senior writer for The Athletic, covering the Chargers. Yeah, given ownership there... And if you look at this and say, all right, we're building something momentum-wise, then you keep Brandon Staley. You have to you know, get that indication. If you, if you are going to get rid of him, the only reason why you're going to get rid of him is because you can bring in Sean Payton. Frank Reich is another name to keep in mind with openings because, you know, unceremoniously fired by the Colts when they brought in Jeff Saturday. And then Jim Harbaugh is still auditioning, it feels like. He's out there. Uh, Sean in Oregon. Hey, Sean, welcome back. Best and worst of the weekend. Hey, I like that last call, Dan, because, you know, the Chargers losing was the worst of the weekend. You know, he was on a hot seat going into that game. And then, you know, I mean, I you know at 27 to nothing, you know, everyone thought that maybe that Jacksonville would win, but they thought it would be a close game. So 27 to nothing, I switched over to the Blazers. And I saw the best of the weekend was the Blazers in that five-game losing uh, skid. 
and uh, finally putting together a couple wins against the Mavericks. I mean, you probably switched over and watched a little bit of that game yourself, didn't you? Oh, yeah, well, I love uh, Dame. I think Dame uh, is must-see TV, and I, I was just curious, you know. It, something that has been pointed out here with Luka, that you're going to see more and more teams with a strategy of making sure that he doesn't beat them, that they're, they're good just going to be double teams all the time with him. And, and when he does struggle, you can see what happens to that team. And uh, I think down the stretch, certainly if you, when you get into the playoffs, that's going to happen. When you're facing the same team, you know, four, five, six, seven games, then you're going to have that philosophy. Now, being able to have the right people to do it, but that's what I'm curious, curious about with the Mavs. Luka right now is playing at an all-time high. Take away Wilt Chamberlain. This is an, an all-time modern basketball high. It obviously won't last, but uh, that'll be because defenses react. You know, James Harden had that moment, and it was a long moment. It, it was a few seasons where he was must-see TV for me. He was playing at a high level. And, you know, whether it was scoring or it was passing, he would give you, you know, 40 and he'd give you 16. Doesn't happen or doesn't happen that easily to too many players. But but Luca is giving you points, rebounds and assists. It's like Sabonis with the Kings. He had, let me see, here's his stat line for him. He had 19, 15 and 16 assists, two steals, two blocks on Friday against the Rockets. That doesn't happen. The only guy who's ever done that, 15, 15, 15, two steals, two blocks. Now, steals became, and blocks became official stats in 1973. The only other player to ever put up that stat line since 1973. Hmm. There's no hint. No hint? No. Uh, Fat Lever? No, <laughs> that's not bad. Larry Joe Bird. Start of the day, 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 start of the day. I was watching the Lakers, Russell Westbrook Jr., the third, a triple double. Nobody's talked about Russell Westbrook. It's like when, you know, he's playing well, nothing to criticize. The Nets, they were playing well. Nothing to crit- they You don't make any shows when that happens. Like, uh, hey, you guys want to talk about the Nets? No, they're winning. Hey, Russ is uh, really playing well off the bench. Yeah, don't want to talk about that. Yeah, Marv. Lakers and Nets, like, they're doing just fine. Why would we talk about them? They need to be a disaster. <laughs> yeah. They both lost yesterday. Yeah. But that's not on Russ, you know? <laughs> it, you can't blame Russ. Now, there are times when we could blame Russ. Yeah, Seton. Is, that, is part of that because they're doing what we think they should be doing? Like, the Nets are good. It's like, yeah, you're supposed to be good. You guys should be winning all these games. But when they're not, it's, like, way more interesting. Well, even if they were winning and there, there was controversy, then people would talk about them. But when you win, and Kyrie hasn't been a topic of conversation in a long, long time. Nothing to talk about there. You know, with LeBron and LeBron, you know, closing in on Kareem's all-time scoring mark. Uh, LeBron wanting help. Uh, is the front office going to give him, you know, that's all, you know, come into play here. Now LeBron's saying, hey, I want to play 
if not with my son in the NBA, play against him. That was another topic of conversation. Yeah, Marv? I'm going to go to Springfield right after this to go see Bronny James play. I'll ask him. Oh, you're going to get an exclusive with Bronny? You know what? Are yeah. you going to raise your hand? LaMarvin Prince of the Dan Patrick Show, I got a question for you. During the game, I'm going to say LaMarvin Prince, obviously, of the Dan Patrick Show. Do you? Does the media get to talk to the players after the game or before the game? No. High school players? Just ESPN. Oh, they do? Mm-hmm. Okay. By the way, do you know where Kareem Abdul-Jabbar set the all-time scoring record? Marv? Las Vegas. Yes. Las Vegas. Bloop, bloop. Yeah, they were playing a game against uh, Utah, right? Wasn't it a sky hook from the baseline against Mark Eaton? I think uh, that's when he, we set the all-time scoring record. Yeah, more. Why were they playing I, regular season I, games I, in Vegas? I think they were doing one of those, let's you know, test a market here. That's like the Celtics. When I was growing up, they would play maybe a, Hartford. Hartford, they would play at the Civic Center. Yeah. yeah. Like, why? Well, they, they always did that in preseason. It felt like they played a game there in, in Hartford. Yeah, Paul. Did Larry Bird score 61 in New Orleans? Yes. Right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I'm not sure why the Hawks and Celtics were playing in New Orleans unless that's just a market visit. But yeah, Larry Larry uh, did that against Atlanta in New Orleans. Huh. Yes, These random cities. Yeah, I know. I know. The one with Kareem, people were like, oh, that's right. But I remember wa- you know, watching the highlights. I wasn't watching the game. I remember seeing the highlights. And and it was I don't Kareem always like didn't like that. You know, anybody else would be like, Yeah, let's stop the game and you know, bring in relatives here and uh, you know, give me a fifteen minute ceremony. Kareem's like, I hit the shot and uh, okay. And I think his teammates were like really excited. I don't know if Kareem ever embraced all of the greatness. Yeah, Paul. Is LeBron maybe like uh, 10, 12 games away from Kareem, something like that? Is he 300 points? It's supposed to be uh, February. Okay, what? so later this month? Yeah. Here's an awkward, um, should I say my awkward hypothetical Let's take question? a break. Okay. Take a break. The awkward hypothetical coming up. And uh, last call for phone calls, what we learn, what's in store tomorrow, right after this. Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, 9 until noon Eastern, 6 to 9 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. And you can find us on the iHeartRadio app at FSR or stream us live on the Peacock app. Polly Fusco here with Tony Fusco. Yo. As you all know, we're the host of the number one rated show in all of sports talk, the Polly and Tony Fusco Show. Numero uno. Yeah, and we know why millions of people tune in every week. Yeah. They want to hear us talk sports, not our idiot guests who think they know more about sports than we do. Yeah, listen to these dummies. You don't know crap about sports. Nothing. Uh, you don't know nothing uh, about football. This is the worst thing Wait, I've ever he's been he's still on the line. Get off the show. Oh, the show. You don't know basketball. If you want to hear how sports talk should be done, yeah. listen to the Paulie and Tony Fusco Show on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City Featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. 
The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. An epic matchup between your two favorite teams, and you're at the game getting the most from what it means to be here with American Express. You breeze through the card member entrance, stop by the lounge. Now it's almost tip-off, and everyone's already on their feet. This is gonna be good. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your live sports experience at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Eligible American Express card required. Benefits vary by card and by venue. Terms apply. There's nothing like a great night's sleep. Every great day starts the night before. Quality sleep can help boost your reaction time and recovery time and performance. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your one-of-a-kind, ever-evolving sleep needs. So how do you take it to the next level? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you choose the ideal comfort, the firmness on each side. Two beds in one, that's your sleep number. Mine is 75. The beds automatically respond and adjust to your movements, so you stay sleeping comfortably all night long. Amazing after a tough workout. Sleep Number Smart Beds learn how you sleep. They provide personalized insights to help you sleep better. It's like having a coach for a great night's sleep. And right now, during Sleep Number's President's Day sale, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed Plus special financing for a limited time. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. Sleep Number, the official sleep and wellness partner of the National Football League. See store for details. Cowboys favored by two and a half, the over under 45 and a half. In case you're curious, Tom Brady over under passing yards. Anybody want to take a guess? Tom Brady over under passing yards tonight against the Cowboys. Marvin, I'll start with you. 260. 260. Seton O'Connor. 275. 275. Paulie? 258. Todd? 281. 276 and a half. Seton O'Connor is a winner. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. No ice bath for me. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> the early odds for next week's games, you got the Jags getting eight and a half against Kansas City, Giants getting seven versus the Eagles, and the Bengals getting four against the Buffalo Bills. Last call for phone calls. What we learn, what's in store tomorrow. How about this day in sports history, Paulie? Uh, got a few, but first I have the awkward question, if you want it, for LeBron James. Sure. Uh, let's see. LeBron James is currently 364 points away from Kareem Abdul-Jabbar's all-time record. Based off his average, it would take 16 games to do it. So let's say it's mid-February. If the Lakers reach out, which I assume they will, to Kareem Abdul-Jabbar and say, hey, Kareem, we're home the next two nights against New Orleans and Golden State. LeBron's 15 points away. Would you be in the crowd? Will Kareem say yes to do it or not? Hmm. I don't know the relationship there with... Kareem yeah. to the organization. LeBron himself. Kareem and LeBron. Do you, if you're Kareem, who's very set in his ways, be fair to say? He's just kind of uh, media shy. You know, he doesn't need the spotlight. He doesn't like talking about his accomplishments. 
He doesn't take a trip down memory lane. He doesn't open up the scrapbook. He likes talking about what's relevant now in the world, not just, hey, can you tell us the time you scored 56, Kareem? Yes, he... But I wonder if that's the very reason why he does end up going there, to talk about what's relevant and now, and like sort of pass that on to LeBron. He's, he's very respectful of uh, the players and games. And yeah. I don't know. I hope he goes. But I would hope he goes so people remember Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. A lot of times, some sports are really good at remembering the past. Other sports, not so much. You know, baseball, everybody talks about, oh, I remember back when. Or I know the stats from. Uh, football, I think we forgot a lot of football players. Uh, basketball, I, it feels like, you know, the commissioner or the, the last two commissioners have been very good at trying to remember. That's where you have the uh, top 75 players of all time. Just so you can go, oh, what was that player like? Oh, I didn't see Bob McAdoo play or Dominique Wilkins or whoever it might be. Uh, this gives you an opportunity to at least hear those names. And that's why I bring up the past a lot, because sometimes you forget how good somebody was. It's like the NBA started when Magic and Larry came into the league. And then Mike came in, the TV era. And people missed out on a lot of great players, wonderful players. Elgin Baylor, to me, he's the forgotten superstar in basketball. What he did, the athleticism, like basketball, you had not seen that before from somebody who was 6'4", 6'5". He was unbelievable. He had some, he had like a five or six year window where it was unbelievable. And, you know, had the knee injury, never won a championship when he was playing. You know, the Lakers won it that that year. But uh, it just felt like Elgin just missed on showcasing just how talented he was. Yeah, Paul. I love looking at these older stats. When Elgin Baylor was 27 years old, he averaged 38 and 19. Yeah. <laughs> and what you say, 6'5"? Yeah, and he played at a different <laughs> height. Like he was always, he, he played bigger than what he was. Yeah, Mark. I do like what the Basketball Hall of Fame does. Uh, when somebody gets inducted, they always have somebody, a previous Hall of Famer, yeah. introduce them into the Hall of Fame. Like, look, a lot of people don't know about David Thompson, but Michael Jordan picked David Thompson. And so everyone's like, who the hell is this guy? Yeah. David Thompson was one of the first guys I remember watching. He was at NC State where he was 6'4", but he his ability to go up was like you look at John Morant. To me, David Thompson was like that and knocked off UCLA with Bill Walton. And I remember him. There's a, a famous picture. It's David and, and Bill Walton going up for a ball. And Bill was seven feet. David was six four, And he was an unbelievable scorer in the ABA. He had a lot of personal demons, but um, he was he was unbelievably athletic. And this day in sports history, Paulie, Got anything? a couple. The okay. St. Louis Cardinals moved to Phoenix in 1988. Malcolm Glazer bought the Tampa Bay Buccaneers for $192 million. And here's real quick. In 1961, Mickey Mantle signed the biggest contract in baseball. He's the highest-paid player for the 61 season. He made blank a year. Blank. Highest-paid player in baseball. In 61, 75000 I was going to say eighty. I was going to say 150000 Yeah. Uh, Kurt Flood filed his lawsuit challenging Major League Baseball's reserve clause. That's another guy that baseball... The Players and Players Association should always remember when they go to cash their checks. 
Uh, Dallas Cowboys won their first Super Bowl, 1972, beating Miami 24-3. to And I mentioned James Harden. 2019, the first player since Wilt to score at least 55 points in back-to-back games. So that's your uh, This Day in Sports History. Final results of the poll question, Seton. Dan, right now, uh, if you were Sean Payton, which job would be the mm. most inter- interesting to you? Easy for you to say. Uh, right now, the Chargers are running away with it, 58% of the vote, followed by the Cowboys, Broncos, Cardinals, Colts, Panthers, Texans. Not very interesting. Who's going with Tampa Bay tonight? Seton O'Connor is. I'm not betting against Tom Brady. Dallas is a better team, but better team doesn't always win. Everybody else has got uh, Dallas Cowboys? Yep. Okay. All right. Pie to the face. Mm. <laughs> Pie to the face in a nice bath. Uh, shot to the groin. Mm. Whilst hitting, hitting yeah. in the ball. Yeah. Todd, what'd you learn today? <laughs> you love my cousin Vinny, but Seton thought it was cheesy, not good. Joe Pishy, not good either. Yeah. And Joe Pesci, too. Not Joe Pesci. Joe Pesci. Hey, hey Joe Pesci. look at my pinky finger here. I got a ring finger. Uh, Seton O'Connor, what'd you learn? Ross Tucker's good at radio. Yes, he is. All right, Ross. Uh, Mara. Ross Tucker messed up his stat of the day. Yeah, he screwed it up. Uh, Paulie? Why no My Cousin Vinny, too. Property crimes like burglaries and package thefts spike over the winter. That's why now's the best time to secure your home with Simply Safe. Claim a free indoor security, that's indoor security camera, plus 20% off your order. SimplySafeDan.com. There's no safe like Simply Safe. Thanks for joining us. Have a great day, everybody. We'll talk to you tomorrow. Dan Patrick Show. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80, live March 20th from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste, the all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family cannolis and spins mean everything now you want to get mixed up in the family business introducing the godfather at chumpacasino.com test your luck in the shadowy world of the godfather slot someday i will call upon you to do a service for me play the godfather now at chumpacasino.com welcome to the family vgw group no purchase necessary void where prohibited by law see terms and conditions 18 plus hey hey it's malcolm gladwell host of revisionist history eBay Motors is here for the ride. Your elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive entirely its own. Brake kits, LED headlights, whatever you need, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply.